Welcome to the Parker Web Partner Show, where we find creative solutions for creative agencies. Well, welcome to the Parker Web Partner Show. Thanks for joining us today. I am here with my co-host, Meryl. Hi, I'm Meryl Loeschner, founder and podcast producer with Smith Douglas Associates, a creative agency based in New York. And I am Daryl Parker with Parker Web. And today we have a great show ahead. We're going to be talking about why the customer really matters. CRM, that's what we think CRM means. And we're going to be talking about CRM systems and tools. And uh, we're going to start out with uh, Caleb. Uh, and I'm going to talk about a couple of things. And then we have a great guest coming on, Liddy Mako, who's going to tell us a lot about CRM. She's a CRM consultant and works with small businesses all over the country and helping implement their CRMs. So... Welcome to the show. Next up, we're going over to our developer's desk where we're going to talk to Caleb about what's going on at Parker Web behind the scenes. Caleb, what's going on in the developer's desk? So recently and just on theme uh, with our topic of CRMs, we've gotten lots of tickets um, with, from clients just looking for, you know, can you help me connect to this? Or can you assist me in adding this form, um, you know, to my site? You know, there's, there's lots of different ways that clients can connect um, their site to a CRM. You know, there are plugins for WordPress, for example, for things like HubSpot and OptinMonster there are ways that you can embed forms using something like active campaign um, which is can be really useful because then you can style that form after you've embedded it um, so that it matches the rest of the site and then all those leads can go right into your crm um, or there are other you know uh, so sort of integrations with things like contact forms that will connect to Salesforce um, or active campaign, or sometimes you need a little help in connecting those forms, which is when we turn to something like Zapier. So are, is, is it, that's what we're seeing though. We're seeing people needing Zapier more or needing this integration more. Um, I think it, I think it really all depends on what they're looking for. I think it's, it's a total variety. Um, but what you will see more and more is that for something like WordPress, there are an increasing amount of people that are connecting to X CRM. And so there will be a plugin for getting that integration working. Which on, is, on, which on their website. So wherever, mm -hmm. if they have their website and it's out there and they, or if they're running a campaign on social media and they need it to come back to a form that's in their branded web page. Mm -hmm. They can do that if they don't necessarily want to do it in the CRM. They can do it on their website, right? And the website right. can connect back. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's great. It's a great reminder about how flexible the website can be as a platform for your business. Yeah. So and and feed all the other components. So for sure. Well, that was really informative, Caleb. I really appreciate you bringing us that information. This week in the corner office, we're going to talk about how we use CRM at Parker Webb and how I invested in it over the last 15 years. So one of the things that I did coming out of the recession of 2008 and 9 
is we started working with clients on scale instead of having just a handful, you know, and having maybe a dozen or so clients where they were big and we mostly were working with them from a project management perspective to having dozens and then hundreds of clients. And it required us to try to develop a, a system that would allow us to work with the clients in such a way where we could maintain their information, but it wasn't QuickBooks. Like it didn't seem like QuickBooks or some, all these other kind of off the shelf systems match the business process that we were trying to implement with um, how I wanted to run my business. So at the time, my only solution was to build something. So we built this system in 2009. And so you have to remember, this is a 15 year difference, right? To the day, you know, so we have rebuilt it a few times. We've gone in, we've learned a lot about how our employees interact with the system, how our staff, how our, even our contractors use the system. We've married it up with other systems. So like we use a different uh, third-party ticketing system that then we use a, uh, an API to connect with. We actually aren't using uh, Zapier, but we use a custom API that we built to connect to the system. So at some point, if you're going to scale and you're going to say, hey, I wanna have more than enough, I wanna have more customers and I can keep their information in my head. <clears throat> you're going to have to consider some kind of, of CRM system um, operationally, or as we're gonna talk about with Liddy, you know, especially when you start getting into handling leads and handling a lot of volume on that side of the house. I mean, what's your experience with that, Meryl? I have worked with companies that had high-end CRMs. I have worked with companies that put everything in Excel and it did not work very well. I have I started working with a law firm that had just spent six in it, six figures to move over to Salesforce and then treated it like a Rolodex. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I was like, you just bought a Lamborghini to drive to and from this train station. What are you oh, doing? <laughs> and I kept explaining like, this is this powerful tool. You put this information in and the lawyers were like, oh no, 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 the, the admins are gonna use it. They can right. put all the notes in. I'm like, the admins aren't the ones speaking to your clients, they don't know. Right. And, well, and, and I, I think that gets into what we're going to touch on here shortly is, you know, the philosophy of a CRM and why do you have a CRM and, and when is it important for you to start considering a CRM? So, and the, the training, it's not, you can't just show up one day in your company and saying, okay, guys, we got this new CRM, go play with it. Right. It, right, it, exactly. it has to be adopted from the bottom up, from the top down, and it has to be part and parcel of how you deal with every day. I mean, I used to use Salesforce. Salesforce, we didn't use Outlook, we didn't use Gmail. All email came and went through Salesforce. Yeah. So yeah. we can look immediately like, okay, when's the last time I reached out to this person and what did I say? Well, you go to that person's field and here's all the emails we sent back and forth. It makes right. it so much easier. Right, it just in integrates that data collection into your daily operations, the things that you're doing every day. So, so we're gonna talk some more about it coming up, um, but the big takeaway is, is that there is no um, you know, magic bullet for how to solve the CRM problem. It usually comes in a lot of different ways, but it is something that as you grow, you're going to have to, you're probably gonna have to reckon with at some point. And uh, how you do that, it, it, there is no wrong way as long as you're making an effort and as long as you don't treat it like a Rolodex. Right? Exactly. <laughs> All 
All right, well, welcome to the roundtable today. Today, we're gonna to talk about CRMs, Customer Relationship Management Tools, and why they're important. And today we have with us, Liddy Monko. Liddy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I um, am an immigrant. I was born and raised in Brazil. I have been in the US for 20 years, became a citizen in 2015. Um, and my background was as a software engineer uh, before I started working with CRM systems. And um, I went back to school. I got an MBA at the University of Denver and then started doing consulting work with customer relationship management systems. And that's how we met. You were doing, um, you work with small businesses and consult with them to try to integrate CRMs into their businesses, right? Yes. Yep. And so you, you, you do like seminars and you do like a blog about it. You do You have a lot of information about CRMs. Yeah, I have a blog. I, I have hosted um, workshops here in the Denver area, Denver metro area at co-working spaces. And I've been guests in, guests in different podcasts. And um, yeah, and a lot of work with small and growing organizations um, in terms of helping them to implement the CRM or uh, these days more than helping them implement from the beginning quite often I get engaged when they already had a system for a while oh, gotcha. and they have some pain points because it's not really working as they expected so right I'm a business owner. I have an agency. You know, I work with clients. Why? I mean, why have a CRM? What, what's why is it important to me? Yeah. Um, do you remember what you had for breakfast exactly three weeks ago? No. Well, it was probably oatmeal, but it would be a guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you have an agency. So it's somewhat like a consulting, right? Like mm -hmm. you, when people are going to purchase services from you, do they come up, give you a call and say, oh yeah, I'm paying you right now. We're good. Does that happen? Uh, not often. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, uh, so it doesn't happen often. So does that mean you need to, um, to do follow-ups, you need to understand what did you talk to them last? What do, should you talk to them about next time you meet with them? You know, uh, so. So it's, it's a record of like the interaction with a person, right? So I met Caleb and now I'm trying to, you know, I want to get to know Caleb better in case Caleb wants to buy something from me, right? In the future. There's a bigger picture, right? In terms of okay. customer relationship management. There are three main pillars from my perspective. Okay. One is uh, any business owner needs to do some level of marketing. If they're doing some level of marketing, they're going to a trade show, they're going to a networking event or networking group, they're getting information about other people who might be potential clients or not. Where is, where is that information going? Especially if you need to follow up. You know, okay. so in a CRM system, they would go into a leads record um, and then you would do your follow ups with those leads and try to understand, are they a good fit from 
a budget perspective, from a fit perspective in terms of what they need versus what you offer, from a timing perspective, like they want things for yesterday, but you have clients and you cannot drop everybody and just go work for them right now, you know. So you evaluate those factors and then if there is, if all of those fit, then you can convert them. Okay, so there's enough fit here for us to keep talking. Then you, in a CRM system, you convert that lead record into a contact record and account record and potentially an opportunity record. Um, and the opportunity record is the one that has that beautiful sales pipeline that a lot of people see that funnel in right. uh, some graphs, you know, and that's where you start having more. Okay, so now I have enough information to know that we can talk more. So let's start, let's discuss, you know, scope of work. And uh, in a once you start having those conversations about scope of work, there is some back and forth. There's some education that goes into it just so they understand how you approach marketing, what is valuable, what do you do differently from somebody else that does marketing. And um, there is some back and forth, right? And then there is a part that you get to a negotiation, a proposal, and then they need to sign. So, and all those things usually happen sometimes over a period of three months. If you're lucky, mm -hmm. they might happen over a period of time of two weeks. In reality, you usually don't have um, control over that, right? Because it's a conversation. And, and sometimes you know they really want to work with you. You know you really want them as a client. And um, COVID hit. <laughs> And you need to figure out, okay, let me, uh, okay, I know you want to work with me, so let's just keep in touch and I will reach out to you once things calm down. Once you have, you know, assessed what happens on your end, I assess what happens on my end and how we manage this crisis that is affecting everybody at the moment. Yeah. And, um, so, so that's where uh, the CRM is important because especially small business owners where quite often they are not doing just sales. They don't, they might not have necessarily someone dedicated for that sales role. Even if they do, if they have someone dedicated for the sales role, a good salesperson has a notebook where they're keeping track of things. As a business owner, do you want them to keep it in their notebook? Right, right. I, yeah. Please, I worked for a big multinational corporation and I got it headhunted from a startup that had a very robust CRM system. So I went to this huge multinational corporation and I asked, well, what CRM system do you use? And I got a few raised eyebrows and they said, a what? And I said, well, where do you keep all your, your client information? Where do you keep all your customer information? And one of the sales guys hauled out this big packet of business cards from his back pocket yeah. and said, oh, th this is my database. And it's like, and if you get hit by a bus, what happens to your clients? It's, I, I had never seen such a big company not have a CRM. And I came from a, a 15 person tech startup with full bells and whistles Salesforce. So it was, it was a very odd feeling. And not surprisingly, that big multinational company got bought out and no longer exists. 
I, I mean, I can remember 10 years ago having a folder full of business cards. That was my reference point. You know, if I was going to a networking event or something, I have, have I seen this person? Yet? I would go back and flip through and say, is there somebody there that I need to see? That type of thing. So I definitely can see where it translates over to almost like an operating system for your marketing, right? It kind of gives you these points to move along for marketing. So you said that's one pillar. Is there, and you said there's three pillars for CRM usage? Yeah, so the, the one is marketing, which is the lead, because what what happens is anybody investing money in digital marketing, where are you capturing the leads? Mm -hmm. You know, you should funnel them, integrate them with a CRM. So if you're investing your money in marketing, you need to know where those leads are going because you need to do your follow-ups to convert them. So marketing is one. The second is the sales aspect and the sales pipeline. And the third one is customer service, which is okay. a ticketing management system or um, customer service in so general. That's when they're already a customer. They've become a customer and you're using the same information that you used during the lead process and the opportunity process to now they're, they're working with you. Yeah, they are different types of records in the CRM. So from a lead, it's converted into a contact, then you have their account, then you have an opportunity that represents uh, uh, your uh, engagement with them, a specific engagement. Over time, you might have more than one engagement with the same account. They are represented by different opportunity records. And, uh, and then you have case management or tickets you know, in order to represent the customer service aspect of uh, once they became a client. And, and that's the, the, the core, if you're working uh, in a platform like, like Salesforce, then you can incorporate an integration with a project management system or, you know, install a project management uh, from the app exchange that would help you to manage the phases of your project and uh, track how that is going if you are in a service-based business. Uh, business. Well, that's one thing I like about the, the big CRMs because it goes from the, okay, we were at a trade show. What leads did we get? We put that in the system. We tag it with the show. Uh, somebody else, our sales guys reach out. They're not ready to buy yet. And then the person visits our website and downloads a white paper. We can add that to the CRM and then possibly download something else from our website. We can track that. So by the time our salesperson gets back to the person like, okay, I see we met at this show and you were really interested in this. Well, I just want to let you know we're updating. So we're doing that. So I'd love to tell you about our new. And so it's, it's not just a Rolodex. It's not just the contact information. It's all the contact points, what trade shows, what digital marketing, what's been effective how often has the salesperson touched point so if you're a manager you can go and say okay it's been six weeks since that trade show is our all our leads followed up so you can do a report you can do a dashboard saying okay we got x number of leads and the salespeople qualified this many and this many are hot leads and these were just you know college students who stopped by the, by the book booth to pick up a swag and that way you can monitor this from the first touch point till either the final sale. And as you said, 
beyond the sale when customer service can now come in saying, oh, I see you bought this at this point and you've got this model. I, there's a problem there. We can help with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mero. That is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very much all that goes into it. Yeah. I think the, the main thing is, so I talked about lead records, uh, opportunity records, account records, uh, contact records. I think what you brought up is the campaign because, uh, like in, in most CRMs, you're going to have a campaign where you can have contacts or leads tied to a campaign. Mm -hmm. And, uh, a specific campaign can even help you to, um, to see, okay, like now I can see that this, this client was, he, he was actually exposed to three different campaigns before he made a purchase, you know, oh, yeah. exactly. And as a yeah. former marketing manager, you can look at that saying, where should my market budget go? It's like, mm -hmm. wow, this trade show generated X number of leads that turned into X number of sales. This trade show had twice as many leads, but only two sales. So maybe we want to spend more money on trade show A than trade show B. And the same thing with digital campaigns. Okay, we did this Facebook and we did this SEO and we did this. This is the information coming in. What's our best ROI? What's our best bang for the buck? And you can't do that unless you've been tracking that. And CRMs are the easiest way to track. So one of those situations, it, it, you know, if, there, if there's a particularly sales-oriented um, entrepreneur, right, and they're like a solopreneur, or maybe it's them and one other person, um, maybe they have gotten into like a CRM or something cloud-based or something easy, you know, straightforward for them to track. I was not that person, right? So. I didn't do, you know, I was very much winging a prayer in terms of who I was building a relationship with. And maybe I had a little bit of a Google sheet or something that said, okay, I need to call that person again. But I mean, when does it make sense for a company to really start considering, you know, hey, it, it might be time for us to look at getting a CRM? Yeah, good point. Um, my response to that is how long do you want to stay in business? Do you believe in what you're doing? Because if you do, you're going to start from day one and, and there's no excuse not to start because, okay, you don't want to spend any money. Then there are some free ones. You can get started with a free version of HubSpot. Uh, Salesforce has a small business, uh, offering that starts at $25 per user per month, you know? But is it really about the money or is it more about the time that it takes to do all these different steps and keep up with those things? Or maybe uh, the training, maybe our CRMs intimidating. I would think they're a little intimidating too. Yes, they are. They're definitely intimidating because it is, uh, you need to think in terms of data and how you're going to use it. And, oh God, I, I've seen... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen there was a client once that all their revenue information, instead of being in opportunity records, they had it in notes under the contact record because they knew they needed a database. They had no idea what CRM meant or how to use things in right. CRM. It's, there's know? a skill involved, right? There, I mean, and, yeah. and most of these platforms offer some kind of skill training, right? you know, that where yeah, to get yeah. you over that initial hump. Yeah. You can Google, like, just give me a, an overview of the CRM. Like 
HubSpot has their in their HubSpot Academy has different courses available. Uh, Salesforce with their small business offering also has a lot of tutorials. They are they are trusting that you're purchasing that level of subscription. You don't have the budget to hire a consultant to walk you through it. Right. So they will give you videos for you to onboard yourself. Back to your question, it's it's like I, I asked first, you know, my very first question, do you remember what you had for breakfast three weeks ago? Right. Uh, so as your business is evolving, it's it's always helpful to go back and look at data from five years ago or three years ago or within a year, you know, like, okay, if I look at a year ago, who was I talking to? What was happening, you know? And you can pull some reports in the CRM and look at the activities and look at the opportunity records you created, the contact records you created around that time and um, and have a better pulse, you know? Yeah, I think for us, the, the turning point was when we, when the client information could no longer just live in my head, right? And, mm -hmm. and I, it had to be, someone else had to have access to that information and we needed to have access to it in kind of a universal way. And that we built our first little CRM system um, we wound up building an internal one and combining it with a ticket system and built that very early on in our kind of like growing as a, as a small company focused on these services that we offer. And um, it changes the way that we interact with our customers. And now we're to the point where we're outsourcing and, and I'm employing people to specifically work on business development. So now a CRM from the, the lead side and the marketing side becomes more important because it's no longer just in my head, right? Yeah, so good point. So uh, you are talking to me like I'm obviously biased, right? That's what I do for a living. So, <laughs> and also I'm I'm more of well, a that's technical... why you're here because you're biased. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, and more of a technical background. So I like systems in general. So uh, if you're not a person like with this profile, like if you're more like Daryl, who you got to a point where you had so many clients that mm -hmm. it was too much information and your team was growing too. You couldn't right. just keep the information in your head because you needed to collaborate with your team. So you ended up building an internal system. And now you are at another stage where, okay, um, I want to grow my wingers a little bit more. What does that mean? Okay, I am hiring you know, other people to do some of the business development. In this case, then I need a CRM to track the leads and the sales process just so I can identify how that is going. That's perfect. I think it's a, it's a good point. I mean, there, there is no sure definite time, but you know, and if you have the inclination, do it, right? I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Um, yeah. But if you don't, there are some points where you definitely are gonna have to do it at some point if you uh, want to continue to grow. Yeah, I cannot tell you how many times during like uh, an implementation process, it always starts with resistance. You know, mm -hmm. there is one person in the team who has the vision or who had some experience in corporate America and came in and, oh, I, we, we need a CRM. Let's work with someone. And then um, in that stage, there's a lot of um, resistance because in the implementation, I'm going around and asking questions. I try to make people comfortable. You know, I try to meet you where you're at, but still people feel insecure. Oh, 
maybe she's judging how I'm making my own process, you know, like all those insecurities come (laughs) up in that process. And, uh, but I cannot tell you how many times I heard exactly what you said. Oh my God, I don't need to keep all this in my mind. But that's when (laughs) the moment that that's the moment when the light bulb starts to go on, when they start seeing the data coming together in the system Mm -hmm. and they start realizing, Oh, I can just do this filter. And then I have this data that I need and I can pull this report and I can have this dashboard and just click a button to refresh it. So I can, you know, host my meeting with everybody looking at the same thing. So that, um, that sentence right there, it doesn't have to live in my head anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a it's a good one and even if you're a solopreneur a crm is good because yeah even if it's living in your head there's a lot of stuff living in your head oh, yeah. you've been networking you've been meeting people in networks you go through your database like who is this person again why did i where did i meet them who what did i talk about why did and if nothing else i remember using salesforce you can set up like little calendar things like reach out after six months this is what we talked about within salesforce you can email directly from salesforce so within the one thing it's like okay here are all the emails i sent here are the notes and you could also customize it like oh here's his birthday oh his anniversary is in this day let's send out a card just as a reminder saying hi you're top of mind there's there's so many things you can do with it again like i said it's not just for sales marketing it's a customer relation you can customize it to work on how you have relationships with your customers well yeah. that leads someone oh. oh go ahead caleb go ahead i was i was, I was just going to say as someone who is very data minded and data driven but also someone who has a absolutely abysmal memory um (laughs) i use our system constantly all the time every day um and it is absolutely invaluable well while we're talking about systems and tools that's kind of how we like to wrap up so uh liddy what's your favorite tool that you like to use in in this space okay yes i just want to touch on one thing because we talked a lot about the crm and the value in those three aspects, but I know, um, Caleb, with your background, like one one of the things that happened after the initial implementation of the CRM is the integration piece. And when we get to that integration, because then it's kind of like, okay, we got up here, how do we get up there now? Which is, which tools do we need to integrate with? And um, when we get to that point, then um, there are different features that can be used. You know, there's API integration. There's some level of automation that you can build within the tools, depending on the tool, they're gonna have different levels of automation. And, uh, and a, a tool that uh, I know Caleb mentioned before is Zapier. And so there's a lot of Zapier integration that can be leveraged because that can make information flow from one system to another. So, yeah. um, but I think uh, I'm gonna not gonna say too much more about it because I think Caleb probably has maybe some use cases <laughs> of integration with Zapier that he can share when it's his turn. Uh, in terms of tools, uh, 
at this point, I, I am a Salesforce partner and Salesforce certified consultant. Um, Salesforce is uh, my favorite CRM. At the same time that I say that, I am a, a also, how can I say? It, it's tough. It's a tough one to say because uh, I, it has grown so much. It's so much more than just a CRM. If they could, I think right now they would be calling themselves AI force. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you might see that term coming up pretty soon, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really like Salesforce in terms of uh, it's a platform that has a lot of flexibility. You can do uh, different types of automation and you can do a lot of tracking of business processes through the customizations that go beyond those uh, aspects of marketing, sales and customer service that we talked about. And, and that's one of the reasons I like it. On the other hand, I will be very uh, transparent that I do feel a little uncomfortable because I feel like Salesforce has been, uh, it's, it's becoming so big that to me, it's almost like compared to the big four of Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft, and um, it's just not talked as much because it's more on a business to business. It might not be at the forefront, you know? Oh, yeah. So so that's the part that I feel a little kind of, anytime that there is such a dominant force in the market, it, I think it's a little scary. Um, Caleb, so Liddy brought you into that. What, what What's your tool for this week? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Zapier, we've found to be very, very useful for any number of things. It's a really great tool uh, for when a client comes to us and they're looking to do something, they're looking to connect to their CRM, you know, they're looking to do something that isn't, you know, quite standard, or they're looking to customize something for their business and they're not really sure how to do it. And if there hasn't been a standard implementation of that, Zapier is perfect to uh, have that kind of functionality for a client. It's very easy to use. It uses triggers and actions. And uh, it's definitely our go-to for when a client is like, hey, can we do this? And we can say, well, yes, yes. And that's the thing I really like about Zapier. It's almost like your business becomes this central hub and you can go out and pull the things that your business needs specifically. And it's almost like it becomes its own unique thing in the world because you've connected all these things to it, right? And so it's like, well, this is how I use Zapier. This is how I use all these tools that it connects to in order to uniquely execute on my company. So I, I think it's a great product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and it avoids, like, what would be the other option? If you're not using Zapier, it would require you to create an IT infrastru infrastructure yeah, in the exactly. cloud and host some uh, some code up in the cloud. And then next thing you know, a lot of business owners are having to become IT experts, you know, and um, with that, um, using Zapier as uh, an integration tool simplifies a lot and decreases cost and complexity. Absolutely. Meryl, did you come up with something this week? Yeah, well, one of the things I do as a consultant is some of my consultant clients are hourly. And so I use a program called Clockify, which lets me 
monitor time. I, when I right before I start working a project, I hit go, and I'll work on the project. And when I finish at that point, I hit stop, and it just monitors how much time I'm spending on each particular project for each particular client. And I set up the okay with this client, I'm charging this much an hour. So at the end of the month or end of the week, and however we set up billing. I just do give me a report, it gives me a total report, and it could actually generate an invoice as well. So I find that very useful. I have several lawyer clients, they recommended it, and I find it highly useful. That's very cool. That, uh, the thing that I jump into is Calendly. So I, I actually had to, because we were using a, a pop email service, I wound up having to move into Exchange in order to really maximize Calendly because I'm not using Gmail or anything like that. And um, uh, Calendly has been a game changer in the way that I'm able to set appointments with my clients and, and not just in the sales mode, but with clients, with my staff, with my students uh, when I'm teaching. So it allows me to open my calendar up to the public in a very controlled way because I can create different links that come into Calendly to say, expose this calendar to this link and expose that calendar to that link. And then it all talks back to my main calendar, which then interacts with my mobile and it's all synced up, right? So it's been, I mean, there's just no more back and forth. And my meeting volume has just skyrocketed since I've gotten the system set up. So it, I found it to be an extremely useful tool for people who are in the position where they need to meet with people on a regular basis. And especially, like you said, the back and forth. How's Tuesday? No, Tuesday's not good for me. How yeah. about Wednesday? Well, yeah. one of the things that uh, Calendly now does is you can send out a note to a group of people saying, okay, pick the dates and times that works for you. And once everyone clicks the same one, it will book that time. Oh, that's so cool. So if you're right? trying to yeah. set up a meeting with a group of people, you can just have them saying, okay, pick which one that works. The first one that everyone says yes, booked. Nice. Liddy Maka, thank you so much for joining us here today. Give it, tell us how to, folks can find you. Yeah, crmgrowthstrategy.com. There is a schedule button on the very homepage, you know, and that's where they can learn more. And uh, on LinkedIn, if you search by my name, Lydia Nimako, that's we'll uh, going to get yeah, that in the, the We'll put it in the show notes. So your link yeah. to LinkedIn will be down in our show notes. Thank you yeah. so much for coming out today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. This has been a great conversation. Thank you for joining us here today on the Parker Web Partner Show. Meryl, any closing words? I always thought CRMs were so important and it gets frustrating when you're talking to other people who either have like their stack of business cards or, oh, I just put them in a spreadsheet yeah, that's, that, that's the tricycle. If you have a company and you want to grow that company, you can't be on the tricycle. At least I, I, get a Huffy or a 10 speed or, you know, Salesforce, which is the Harley Davidson. But it's yeah. the, if you want to grow, you're going to need a real CRM. Yeah, I would say that I grew my company, you know, to, to several hundred customers with a big wheel. You know, I just was doing it the hard way and it has made such a difference. Um, we had a we had a really pretty nice system custom system for the operations side but the the sales side we've only recently taken that on and, and incorporated it in it makes just such a huge difference so. yeah having a crm makes your life 
easier. You're thinking, oh God, CRMM, big, scary. I don't know how to do this. It's expensive. Blah, blah. It pays for itself very quickly and will really help you scale up your business. Well, and I think you get the return. It's going, it's, you're not going to learn it overnight, but if you give yourself 90 days of just kind of immerse, immersing yourself in it and trying to learn about it, you're, it's, before you know it, you're going to try to say, well, how did I ever live without it? Exactly. So it was really good to hear from Caleb about how we're, our own customers are asking for this already. Um, we touched a little bit about our, our internal CRM system that we built, you know, 14 years ago. And then we were, you know, it was great to have Liddy here to talk more about um, her experience and the philosophy of a CRM and when does it make sense to bring a CRM. And, you know, she's got a ton of knowledge in Salesforce and whatnot. So I hope everyone reaches out to her. So thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next show. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Parker Web Partners Show. If you need help in this ever-changing digital world, reach out to us at 877-321-2251 or visit our website at parkerweb.com.